fruit deserves to rise to the top of the global all-stars on my carnivore scores food rankings chart. Welcome to the B-Rad Podcast, where we explore ways to pursue peak performance with passion throughout life without taking ourselves too seriously. I'm Brad Kearns, New York Times bestselling author, former number three world-ranked professional triathlete, and Guinness World Record Masters athlete. I connect with experts in diet, fitness, and personal growth and deliver short breather shows where you get simple, actionable tips to improve your life right away. Let's explore beyond the hype, hacks, shortcuts, and sciency talk to laugh, have fun, and appreciate the journey. It's time to be rad. I want to discuss the incredible benefits of red light therapy and how you can get started with Mito Red Light. Mito, like mitochondria, red light makes the premier light therapy devices in the world and at incredibly affordable prices. I stand in front of my Mito Pro 1500 unit every morning, carefully exposing my eyeballs, other important balls, and my entire body to special wavelengths of red and near infrared for red light. When I tell people about my daily devotion to red light therapy, they typically ask, does this stuff really work? And the answer is yes. And there are thousands of studies supporting its effectiveness. Here's how. It's called photobiomodulation where specific wavelengths of red and near-infrared light, red's visible, near-infrared is not visible, that's why it looks like only half of your panel's working, these wavelengths help mitochondria in cells throughout your body produce more energy and clear waste products more efficiently. Red light exposure helps mobilize nitric oxide trapped in the mitochondria and allows oxygen to return to the cell and increase ATP production. The benefits are proven again and again for skin health, muscle recovery, joint pain, and numerous inflammatory conditions. Red light therapy is also beneficial for circadian rhythm alignment because we generally get far too little direct sunlight and too much indoor blue light from screens and light bulbs at the wrong times. You don't hear much about this benefit of red light therapy, but when I turn on those lights, first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I walk across the hall, I stand in front of the panels, and I feel instantly awake and energized. And believe me, there's a lot of days where Mr. Health Guy here wakes up feeling a little groggy and a little whiny, like I don't want to right get up now and get into my morning exercise routine. But when I stand in front of the lights, in one minute, I swear I feel wide awake. I get all that grogginess out naturally. It's super powerful, super effective, besides all all the healing and the cellular benefits. I also love it for being a natural wake-up machine. You have to try red light therapy. I am certain that you will become a devoted user. And guess what? Mito Red Light offers a 60-day no-risk trial period and a special 5% discount for B-Rad podcast listeners. Just visit mitoredlight, M-I-T-O, redlight.com, and use the code BRAD on any of their products. Go for it today and get started on your red light journey. Welcome to part three of how I optimize testosterone naturally. In part one, we talked about sleep, rest, recovery, and downtime. And of course, things start from optimizing your sleep habits before you even bother taking on the challenge of, let's say, transforming your diet 
or getting your fitness endeavors up to par. So sleep, rest, recovery, downtime. That was part one. Go listen to that. Part two was about cleaning up your diet and especially the simple objective to ditch the big three toxic modern foods, which are refined industrial seed oils, also known as vegetable oils, refined grains, and sugars. And of course, sweetened beverages made with refined sugar. So when you can look on labels and start becoming astute as to how prevalent those three categories of agents are in the modern food supply, and that would be in most everything in a box, in a wrapper, in the frozen section, uh, of course, fast food, of course, convenience store food, but also as I detailed with my P.F. Chang story in the uh, previous episode, uh, they are prevalent in the restaurant meals that are cooked in the uh, medium uh, all the way up to expensive uh, restaurant meals will generally have these agents that are known to cause demise, cancer, and instant disturbance and healthy arterial function when ingested. They are still included in uh, outside dining. So be very careful restaurant dining and of course get them out of your house. And now, now that you're cleaned up your act, now that you have all that extra space on your pantry cupboard and in your fridge, you will come into the part three show here on emphasizing nutrient-dense, easy-to-digest foods. Uh, In short, in shorthand, let's talk about meat and fruit. And if you think of that distinction, what I'm talking about there is kind of drifting away from the popular restrictive diets where we were told to uh, deliberately restrict carbohydrate intake in favor of improving our insulin sensitivity and losing weight and all that kind of thing. So any kind of restrictive diet that's well-formulated will deliver wonderful results when you depart from the unfettered access to indulgent foods that represents uh, the standard uh, diet in the uh, developed nations, right? So anything will work. Could be vegan, could be strict carnivore, could be a 16-8 fasting pattern or a two meals a day. Hey, there's a plug for a great book, right? Anything you do to wake up ditch those toxic modern foods and get into a pattern where you're not overfeeding yourself and and under-exercising, you're going to come out with better blood work, you're going to lose excess body fat, most likely, and things are going to be good. But then, as we tread further down the path of healthy living and start to see these benefits of increased energy, vitality, um, you know, getting away from the lifelong insidious weight gain that is caused by consuming processed foods, then we want to consider the uh, idea of optimizing cellular energy status at all times so we can have the most active energetic lifestyle. And I've done quite a bit of content in the past year on this idea of uh, energy balance and getting good at uh, burning energy internally, um, choosing the most energizing foods in the diet, and then uh, in turn, Uh, being as active as you possibly can in pursuit of health, longevity, disease protection. So what diet camp am I in? Am I carnivore? Am I keto? Am I the intermittent fasting guru? I would prefer to say that I recommend a nutrient-dense, easy-to-digest diet. And when I say easy-to-digest, that's a nod to the very popular animal-based movement and the emerging science that some of the plant superstar foods that we've long been told should be the centerpiece of healthy diet can have adverse consequences 
due to the sensitivities, individual sensitivities to natural plant toxins. So when I talk about preparing my wonderful green smoothie every morning where I put in large quantities of uh, raw, frozen kale, celery, spinach, beets, carrots, and drinking that thing down and then feeling uh, digestive pain and discomfort and bloating for hours afterward just about every day, uh, I had an awakening to think, you know, if this uh, is causing these adverse consequences every time I eat it, it cannot be that healthy for me. And so uh, the innocent and smiling kale that is held in high regard, we have to second guess this and realize that we have individual sensitivities to plant toxins and the foods that are in the uh, highest category, the most, uh, the most plant antigens are roots, seeds, stems, and leaves. Leaves, these are the most protected parts of the plant, the stuff that the plant does not want you to eat. In contrast, the fruit of the plant, the plant bearing fruit, would love for you to consume the fruit. And so fruit, by and large, has very minimal concerns with natural plant toxins and adverse reactions. There are not a lot of fruit allergies out there when you compare it to uh, peanut allergies, overall nut allergies, uh, gluten sensitivity, gluten allergies, things like that. So when I go into my carnivore scores chart that forms a wonderful handy guideline for how to eat the most nutritious diet and navigate to the uh, plant foods that have a lot of health properties and are uh, minimal risk, that's when we're really operating at the highest level and perhaps transcending a lot of the gimmicky restrictive diets that have become popular or the takes on those diets that have become popular. Um, I was just looking at a book title called Dirty Lazy Keto, which apparently has become a bestseller, my agent tells me. <laughs> and so a uh, very clever headline and the girl had great success uh, losing a lot of weight with a, a looser approach to keto. And so it's kind of an oxymoron when you think of a title Dirty Lazy Keto because keto is a very restrictive, precise diet where you have to track your macros and do all that stuff. So it's kind of ridiculous that <laughs> we're, you know, we're at this point where we have to um, uh, modify and, and rephrase things to such extent that they lose their original meaning. And so when I talk in broad terms about restrictive diets, I personally am rethinking the rationale and the need to do so as opposed to going and nourishing yourself with a broad range of the most nutritious foods on earth, providing the carbohydrates, proteins, fats, and the micronutrients you need to thrive. So fruit has largely been marginalized by the ancestral health, primal, paleo, uh, whatever, uh, low-carb, keto, because of the high uh, sugar content but let's get uh, sensible for a moment and realize that the uh, overall benefits of fruit, the tremendous amount of micronutrients they offer, the fiber, the water content is not going to harm you in the manner that consuming any processed food that contains processed carb sugar will. So fruit deserves to rise to the top of the global all-stars on my carnivore scores food rankings chart. And that will ensure when you choose fruit, and other carbohydrate sources that are nutritious and easy to digest, by and large, categories like root vegetables have much less plant toxin concerns than the categories of roots, seeds, stems, and leaves. So those are things like sweet potatoes and squash. And so I have on my food rankings chart, 
many suggested plant foods that I favor and recommend due to their nutritional value and generally low concerns with plant toxin sensitivity. Uh, but again, everything is individualized when you're determining how you react to a certain food. And so as I go through the list, avocados, great source of monounsaturated fat and minimal concerns with plant toxins. Dark chocolate, I think, is a true superfood. It's my most wonderful and pleasurable indulgence in my life. It has those wonderful high levels of antioxidants, flavanols, polyphenols, and I'm always sourcing the very best dark chocolate and staying away from the, uh, the, the commodity stuff that has a lot of objectionable concerns, including uh, sustainability and fair labor practices. Of course, the category of fermented foods are widely regarded as providing tons of health benefits. And because they have been fermented, you are minimizing your exposure to plant toxins very significantly to the extent that there's almost no concerns uh, with adverse reaction to the fermented foods, things like kefir, kimchi, kombucha, miso, natto, olives, pickles, sauerkraut, tempeh. Uh, these are nourishing your healthy gut bacteria with uh, little to no objections. Um, now, with certain vegetables, if you enjoy them and if you cook them, soak them, sprout them, ferment them, whatever the case may be, that's what humans have been doing for millions of years in order to be able to digest uh, plant foods that are otherwise much more highly toxic, okay? So when you cook something, it neutralizes the toxin significantly. That's why you can probably handle broccoli, but you're not going to be wanting to chomping on raw broccoli or cauliflower because they have very high levels of plant toxins. Same with kale. If you cook it or masticate it for a salad, you're going to minimize that exposure to plant toxins. Nevertheless, the leafy green category is still a high category for plant toxins. So uh, it's choose wisely when it comes to vegetables and certain fruits. People can have sensitivities to certain fruits. Uh, some work better than the others. Uh, raw honey is on the list as a fantastic source of carbohydrates for energy replenishment, especially for healthy, active people that have been burning calories at workouts. It has uh, great antioxidant, antibacterial properties, and of course, is not going to have anywhere uh, remotely the concern of consuming processed sugar from your Skittles and your 7-Eleven smoothie. Uh, I like nut butters, as you know, because I market Brad's macadamia masterpiece with the uh, very high quality raw ingredients. Uh, but nuts and seeds, being the original life force of the plant, are highly protected, highly defensible, they call it. So they can have adverse reactions in certain people, as you're familiar with, with the prevalence of nut allergies. So choose wisely and, you know, order a, order a, a jar of the very best macadamia masterpiece. <laughs> Try it. And if you have adverse reactions, then send it back, you know? Don't, don't eat nuts if you don't like them and they, they, you react poorly to them. Seaweed is one of the superfoods of the planet. Um, great source of iodine, which is deficient in the diet now. So that's on my list of plant foods. I mentioned sweet potatoes and squash. I mentioned cooking the, uh, I mentioned choosing the very best oils. And that would be first cold press, extra virgin olive oil, domestically grown would be the top rank category there. Staying away from the processed seed oils. Um, I have a section about supplements, my favorites being whey protein, creatine, organ meats, things like that. And that uh, wraps up the, the bottom of the chart where I talk about the plant foods. And I want to keep these shows in a nice reasonable length. So I'm going to wrap up part three of the series on how I optimize testosterone naturally, where we focused on choosing nutrient-dense 
foods, including fruit and other plants. Thank you for listening. Love to hear your feedback. Podcast at bradventures.com and get ready for more in the wonderful series coming up. We're going to talk about the uh, tiered rankings of the most nutritious and well-sourced animal foods, and that is going by the Carnivore Scores food rankings chart that you can download for free at bradkearns.com. I'm so excited to introduce you to Paluva. This is a new zero-drop minimalist shoe with the distinctive five-toe design from my main man, Mark Sisson. Paluvas give you the most authentic barefoot-style experience, but with sufficient cushioning so you can use them for all manner of daily movement, especially walking and many other fitness and athletic activities. Paluvas are also incredibly stylish, so you get a barefoot shoe that you're not embarrassed to wear around in daily life. It's been so cool to see the popularity of minimalist shoes grow over the recent years, but Paluvas are a step ahead of every other zero-drop wide-box shoe because of the critical feature of individual five-toe articulation, a separate slot for each of your toes. This allows for correct dynamic movement of the foot through the walking or running stride, which is impossible when your toes are encased into a single box, even a wide box. Well, you might know that minimalist shoes have faced controversy in recent years for causing injuries from inappropriate use. So here is the big picture mission. We want to get you walking in paluvas, living in your paluvas, going barefoot in your home or other safe areas as often as possible. Go ahead and use your specialized cushiony running shoes or your basketball shoes, work boots, high heels, things that you want to wear when you want to wear them, but wear your Paluvas as much as possible to reawaken the natural functionality of the human foot to stand, walk, run, and perform. Do you want to try a pair? I'm certain that when you put them on and walk around, you are going to quickly realize that these are the most comfortable, natural shoes that you've ever worn. They are designed to feel like you're, quote, walking barefoot on a putting green please visit paluva.com, that's P-E-L-U-V-A, and use the code BRADPODCAST and get 10% off your first pair. Paluvas, let your feet be feet. Thank you so much for listening to the BRAD Podcast. We appreciate all feedback and suggestions. Email podcast at bradventures.com and visit bradkearns.com to download five free eBooks and learn some great long cuts to a longer life, how to optimize testosterone naturally, become a dark chocolate connoisseur, and transition to a barefoot and minimalist shoe lifestyle.